Hi, welcome to Three Dog Yoga. You're listening to a 60-minute flow class. When you're ready, grab your mat and let's get started. But then, the, so yeah, it looks like we're here. Let's start in Supta Baddha Konasana. Soles of your feet together, knees out to the sides like butterfly. And you lay back. And if that is uncomfortable, if that's atrocious for you, you're welcome to take Shavasana or constructive rest. Let your eyes fall gently closed. And as you do, what do you see? What images arise? What comes up as you just gently close the, the windows to the world out here and begin to notice and pick up on what's going on with you? Not to get too stuck on whatever that image or noticing was, but let your breath move around it. Right? So often we'll close our eyes and we'll see the most prominent thing that is occurring with us. Or if we're, if we're learning something new or have been engaged in a task or project. Just allowing whatever has been in the day to be noticed, to have your thoughts and the, the images that you create with them just crystallized in this moment. In the act of stepping away from those things. So, never able to then place whatever that is, whether it's remnants of the day or expectations for the practice to the side, something we've seen, we've noticed, we've acknowledged. Now we can move a little deeper. And as your breath moves in and out, what's the energetic tone? that you're working with. There's not a right or wrong answer and there's not a better or worse answer. In yoga philosophy, we're made up of three kind of energetic fields. You can think of them that way. They're called the gunas. And you've got rajas, which is the, the creative energy and they kind of get it done energy. And then we've got tamas, which is the relaxed and kind of luxurious energy that allows us to just do things like kick back and lay down to sleep and rest. Right. And then we have sattva. And sattvic energy is the you know, higher level of 
intellect that allows us to balance the other two, that allows us to be in harmony with ourselves and each other. And all three of these existing all the time in all of us, right? but at different levels. All th three really necessary, sometimes getting out of balance. As we move through the practice, right? as the body needs a little lifting up, right? and the mind needs a little lifting up, we can work with breath techniques focused on the inhale. So as we move through vinyasa, if you're feeling the need for a little energy, a little lift, right? you'll focus in on those postures in which we inhale. And you want to relax or release tension, right? You focus with the exhale, those postures. And the steady balance eventually that we get of the two, right? Brings us into that sattvic energy, that good place we know as the culmination of a yoga practice. Yeah. But we can set down that agenda and just let the yoga do the work. And gently bring your knees into your chest and really simple vinyasa here. When you exhale, draw them deeply in. And when you inhale, press them away from you just to the length where your arms are fully extended. When you exhale, you pull in. When you inhale, just release out. We'll go for a few more of these. Don't worry about counting. Focus on breath in and breath out. The muscles that are moving to take you from posture to posture, breath to breath. And if there's a side of the breath you want to focus in on uh, and whether it's a kind of energizing inhale or just release of the exhale. Sort of pattern there of really investigating that side of the breath, how it feels in your body. You can envision it and doing the work of the pose for you. Like you're being drawn along with that inhale or exhale. One more round. And you'll let the feet come to the mat when you're complete with that. They'll walk out toward the edges. You're gonna inhale knees over to the right windshield wiper twist. Exhale, center, inhale the knees over, other side. When you exhale, come to center, ground the feet. When you inhale, reach as far over to the side as you can. Exhale, back to center, ground the feet. Inhale, really reach. Exhale, slowly back to center. 
And so this will be going pretty slow. This is like the, uh, this is the Carl Lewis uh, variation of yoga. If he's nine-time Olympic gold medalist, best quote, slow is smooth and smooth is fast. So smooth it out, slowing it down and indulging in feeling what the breath is doing in the body, how the inhale, can be lift the hips up, lift even the, the right shoulder up as you go over the side. Exhale, really ground, really center. Inhale up and over. And when you exhale, just a slow release, like you're melting back to center. Hips level and then inhale, other side. Once you've balanced the two sides on this round, if balancing the two sides is important to you, it may not be super important to me, but back to center and we'll bring the feet up, knees to 90 degree angles. Pause here, breath in, lengthen your spine, lift your rib cage, lift the back of the head and anchoring your upper body. Inhale, knees to the side, belly twisting pose, almost put the right leg down, but not quite. Exhale, come back to center, really level the hips. Then inhale, knees over to the other side, hover above the floor. And exhale, back to center, really ground the hip. Right. Focusing in on the movement of the body at the pace of the breath. Right. Last one. When you get back to center, inhale, extend your legs straight toward the ceiling, arms out like cactus or goalposts. Inhale, extend your right leg down. Once it gets almost to the mat, flex the foot, press up through the heel. Then exhale, draw it back up. Inhale, left leg down. And press out through the heel and then draw the leg back up. Inhale, right leg down. Press out through the heel, like you're, like you're heel scuffing the front wall. Exhale, draw back up. Take your time with this so that it is inhale, breath down. This is not comfortable for anybody if you're doing it properly. Lower leg down. Doesn't have to go too low. So you can always kind of go with less range of motion. Dial in the breathing technique. which in this one is sometimes also called the patience technique. Last one, drag the heel up the wall and then knees into your chest, give them a good hug in, pause. 
As you exhale, a slow release, feet to your mat. Expose the feet, feel the floor. You're going to inhale up into a light bridge. So we're going to keep the arms out at the sides. Then lower down slowly with your exhale. One piece of the spine at a time. And like you can improvise on that, right? And the hips could land. They could stay hovered above the mat. The hips back up. And then lower slow. And add to this the arms. This is a, this is an interesting breath work pattern. You inhale, hips up and arms up, and then the arms continue on. They reach for your back wall. When you exhale, arms come to legs. The legs and arms go down together. So this is like two actions for each side of the breath, which is a little like rubbing your head and patting your tummy. Or I always get that wrong, rubbing your tummy, patting your head. Anyway, you inhale, arms and legs up together. The arms continue on. Exhale, arms meet legs. Let's come down. One more round, arms and legs up together. The arms continue on to the fullness of your breath. And with the exhale, arms slowly to the legs. And then hips and arms come down together. Pause here, breath in. And breath out. Bring your right leg in for a hamstring stretch. Catch behind the hamstring with the right hand. Just lace it up and let it be. So the shoulder blades heavy to the floor, back of the head heavy to the floor. A little point and flex of the foot. Roll your ankle around. Breath in, straighten the leg as far as it's going to go for you right now. When you breathe out, curl up, go nose toward your knee or forehead toward your knee. doesn't need to get there. When you inhale, slowly roll back down. Let your head rest and then exhale again. Curl the nose up toward the knee, hug the leg in toward the face. Maybe you get there, maybe you don't, but there's an end point you're trying to get to. And then inhale, roll slowly back down. One more of those. When you exhale, it's up and curl tight. And you are trying best you can to get those two things to go together. Then inhale, slowly release. Back down. Bend the right knee, right foot to the outside of the left thigh. Rock it over to the left into uh, the reclined pigeon twist. Catch hold of right shin with the left hand. You're holding with your fingers wrapped to the far side, the, the front side of your leg, and press the thigh forward, shin bone forward. Breathe here. This is a nice pose because unlike that nose to knees, there's not like that, oh, I got to get to a certain place. I mean, th this, this is actually the gateway drug to uh, reclined lotus, but nobody ever thinks about that. Right. So the the end goal in a pose is this, it's another yoga paradox thing, right? We are actually trying to get there. You're not trying to get halfway. You're not trying to get three quarters of the way. You're not trying to get somewhere that's like, eh, whatever is best I can do. We are actively looking for that full pose just to get to the fullest expression of what we can do today. 
which if we sell ourselves short and say, well, I think I can do half, well, then we'll do half, right? So the, the mindset right, is that there is a full expression and each of us will have some expression along the continuum that is full today in this body, whatever stepped onto this mat. Next inhale, undo it, come on back to center, right foot to the floor, left leg up, you catch behind the hamstring, and point and flex, roll your ankle, and just let things kind of make sound if they make sound, as long as it's not hurting, it's all good. And then this flex of the foot, press up through your heel, straighten the leg as much as you can, breathe in. When you breathe out, you're going to curl your upper body up and you're going to go nose toward the knee, forehead toward the knee. We're going to try to get there, but without force, because that would, would not do any good for us and would decrease the prana available. But then inhale, lower slowly back down. Roll up and nose to knee. Try your best to get there without force. And roll down slowly. Curl up. It's abdominal work. Get the breath out. Make sure it's not like sides of your neck work or, uh, you know, too much uh, finger work. It's curling up. Trying to get the leg to the face, the face to the leg. Maybe it goes, maybe it'll go next time. Maybe not next time, neither. Slowly release down. And then left foot to the outside of the right thigh. Bring it over to the side. And then there's a really nice breath in, breath out cadence that you keep here. Steady it out. Notice if there's a side of your breath that feels shorter. It feels kind of less involved, bring that up, right? So it's, it's pretty common for, for each of us to have our own breathing style in which we have a hard time exhaling or inhaling in certain things. I just watchful to that for you today. What's your pattern looking like, feeling like? That's way more important than getting your nose to your knee ever. You noticing you, what's going on, and how you can balance anything that's out of balance. That's the, the real full expression of this. Undo it, come on back to center, and hug your knees in. And, Little rock side to side. We have nice little filler poses like this. So we don't constantly have to be living in that yoga paradox. But uh, the, the paradox gives us a good place to play, right? Where we do want to be working towards something. No one comes to yoga to settle. Well, settle down, but maybe. But, but that idea of having some of challenge without forcing or faking our way into something because that's not yoga. It won't work. We don't get anywhere in the long term with that. So the integrity of the pose 
mattered more than that ultimate range. And at the same time, we are looking to take our integrity to the full extent. Nose to knee, the knees to nose, and rock up and back. Make your way to seated. Just have a nice little forward fold, whatever leg landed in front. Go with it. Have three breaths here. Center up. Then on an inhale, going up to your seated. Bring the soles of both feet to the floor. We're going to lift up right arm to the outside of the left thigh and rotate. And so you're just going to post up there with arms to the outside of the leg, legged into the arm. When you inhale, lift your chest. When you exhale, draw your abdominals in. So every time, we're going to have three more breaths like that. The inhale, lift. We exhale, arm to leg, leg to arm, pull in through the abdominals. It's what happens? What slight motion do you get? What big motion do you get? When your focus is on inhale, lift. And exhale, pull in. With your next inhale, unwind, come back to center. Other leg in front. If you're not sure which is your other leg because you were so into that twist, just try until you know which leg it is. Bow forward. More breath here. And on an inhale, come on up and soles of your feet to the floor. Take the other side with a twist. So left arm outside, right leg, unless you did that last time. Leg presses to arm, arm presses to leg. Just because I, because I can see through the... Uh, the wires of the internet, uh, look to your knee and be sure that you're pressing your leg out into your arm, that you're not pushing the leg in. So balance that where your knee is in line with your ankle down there, your knee is in line with your hip up here, right? And then the twist, you've, you just kind of put yourself into it, supporting it with that pressure of the leg out. Right? And inhale, chest lifts. Exhale. Oh, Donald's, you can just think navel center towards your spine. Everything else will join the party. There's lots of abdominals working different angles here. But just think, pull navel to spine. You can think, draw side waist in. One more breath here. Just take a peek. Make sure your leg is still pressing out into your hand, into your arm. 
Yeah, and on an inhale, undo it, come to center, cross feet at the ankles and around to down dog. Off where you land, spread your hands wide. Open your mouth with your exhale, let it out, let it escape. Let your lips gently close. Behind your top teeth. Feel your breath move in and out. Let the breath be drawn by the muscles of your throat. Let the work be internal rather than a surface level at the, the nostrils. More in the throat. Um, I was informed by people who know such things that uh, it's like, and this is just, this is so for our community. Uh, if, if you know the whole retronasal wine smelling technique, that is same thing as a uh, the, the muscles used for Ujjayi breath. Um, I do not know that technique, but it's informed that Ujjayi breath is just like retronasal wine appreciation. Um, so you do what you will with that. Look forward, walk forward into ragdoll. Wrap your arms around one another and let your head drop. I have to know how many wine geeks are in this room that know what that is. Okay, okay, you have me beat. You have uh, apparently it, it gives you different um, different experience of wine, and it's good. We should do a yoga thing on that. Yes, who wants to do that? Uh, yeah, maybe not in forward fold, but better breathing for wine appreciation. That sounds right up our alley. That's our next um, weekend workshop. Nicola, you're coming, right? <laughs> Excellent. I just wanted everyone to do a little bit of uh, thumbs up work tonight. Release hands to mat. Walk feet together. Press down into your feet. Rise up to standing mountain pose. And we'll draw hands together, heart center, and pause. So to deconfuse any of that, just back to steady rhythmic breathing, where you can feel that your breath is moving in and out through the muscles of your throat. And again, in with, how's the inhale-exhale balance? Is it easy to balance the two? Is there one that gives way more quickly to the other? I will totally admit that I'm not very good at inhaling and I'm really good at exhaling because I talk all the time. Uh, but that inhale, exhale balance, right? Is something we're going to seek as we move through vinyasa. Who's getting a handle on right here? I go, what's the balance like? 
if you notice that it's a little off, it gives you one side of the breath to focus on, one set of poses to accentuate. Next inhale, we're gonna reach up mountain pose. Go all the way to the top of that inhale. And when you exhale, bow forward. Time up your action of movement with length of the breath. Breathe in, lift halfway, go to the top of it. Be sure you're getting all the breath in. Plant your hand, step back, high or low push-up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Super challenging to get all the breath in here. Look for the top of the breath, that sensation of full inhale. And downward facing dog. Sensation of full exhale. Look forward, walk or lightly hop, top of the space. Press your feet down, breathe in for the top of the inhale. Breathe out, look to the bottom of the exhale. Breathe in, reach up. Breathe out, fold. Take your time. Notice if your body's moving quickly on those. Breathe in, lift halfway. Really organize with the breath. Blend your hands. Step back. High to low. Breathe in. Press down. Go back. Breathe all the way out. Look forward. We'll walk or hop top of the space. Breathe in. And breathe out. Press your feet down, breathe in, reach up. Extend. Hands to heart pressed into your feet. Control the descent into gravity by following the pace of your breath. Breathe in, lift halfway. Flat your hands, breathe out, same thing here. Fall breath, pace. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Look forward, walk or lightly hop. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold. Last round, go with your breath. We'll meet up and down dog.
full breath. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold. Sit your hips back, Ukatasana, chair pose. Nice. Exhale, fold forward. Good. Breathe in, lift halfway, toe heel, your feet apart. Draw your heart forward. When you exhale, step your right foot back, land it with the exhale. Then inhale, arms to cactus. Cool. Exhale, elbow points toward one another in front of you. And lace up your fingers as you inhale, reach up, punch the ceiling bows or Drag your knuckles back across the ceiling. Knuckle dragger. Hands down. Look forward. Step back. Down dog. Breathe all the way out. Breathe in. Forward to a high plank. Low push-up. Breathe in. Upward facing dog. Nice. Breathe out. Down dog. When you inhale, take your right leg up and back behind you, three-legged dog. When you exhale, bend the knee, bring it tightly into your right side and rock forward to the, bring the knee to the outside of the right arm. Try to get it there. Try to bring it to curl. Breathe in, reach up. And tuck the in across your body. Look forward, rock forward. Try to touch the knee to the left tricep. Might go there, might not. Breathe in and reach up. And knee into your chest. Look forward. Step through the hands. Breathe in. Cactus the arms. Good. Breathe out. Pull the elbows toward one another behind you. Inhale, arms reach up, fingers spread wide. Exhale, hands down up front. Step up, top of the mat, feet together. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold forward. Breathe in, reach up to stand mountain pose. Breathe out, hands to heart center. Have a breath here, no breathing rate, heart rate. And you balance out your breathing, everything else will follow. When we inhale, you sit back, reach up, Utkatasana. When you exhale, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, toe heel your feet apart. And step your left leg back. Land it with the exhale. Inhale, 
come up arms to cactus. Oh, that sweep of the arms up. Probably have it. Right. And exhale, elbow points together in front of you. Lace your fingers when you inhale. Punch up. Maybe drag the knuckle back. Up to you. Then hands down, step back to down dog. Stay in the flow, but bust the rut. Breathe in, high plank. Low push-up, breathe out. Breathe in, upward facing dog. We're all go with the flow, people, until someone changes the flow. Have you noticed that? Like down dog, breathe out. If you're only going with the flow in one, one way, that's called a rut. Inhale, left leg. Up and back. And then bend the knee. Bring it forward. Knee to the outside of the left tricep. Heart forward. Try to touch it. Try to surpass it. Inhale, reach up and back. Not because you need to get there. Right? It just gives you that option of going a little further than you think you can. Right? Knee to the opposite side. Cross, you try to touch it, you try to surpass it if you can already touch it. Inhale, up and back. Knee into your chest. Look forward. You're trying to step beyond your hands. You don't have to, but the biggest step you can take. Breathe in, coming up to cactus. Breathe out. Squeezing the shoulder blades in towards center, the elbow points down and back behind you. And inhale, the arms float up, sit low, reach high. Exhale, fingertips down up front. Step up, feet together, breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold forward. Press your feet down. Breathe in, reach up to standing mountain pose. Breathe out, hands to heart center. Just a rhythm to check. How's your breath? How's your heart rate? What's going on with that inner tone of you? On an inhale, Ukatasana. With your exhale, hands to heart. Press into your feet. Know that your knees are over your ankles. Twist. Take your left elbow toward the outside of the right thigh. May get there, may not. We're going to open the arms anyway. And press your feet down. Dig your heels in. Be sure you're not pushing your right knee over toward the left. Right? The leg is pressing out into the arm. Active outer hip muscles. It's good for your knees. Breathe in and breathe out. Bow forward. Oh, heel the feet apart. And catch your big toes with your piece fingers. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out. Fold. You notice that your knees knock in in Ukatasana. They could like kind of like kind of. Uh, they, they kind of lean to each other. That's totally normal. That's actually smart of your body trying to get out of doing the work uh, there. The not smart thing is that it's 
it's not strengthening those outer hip muscles that our knees need to track really uh, well. And that uh, that saving ourselves from that, that effort actually limits us in the ability to, to have strong outer hips. So um, it's not, not bad or a problem that the knees knock together for the health of your knees and the health of your hips. Um, keep working on that knees over ankles thing. Release your toes, walk your feet together. Uh, I will say that like 90% of us do that. It's like very few people don't do that. Uh, sit your hips back. Ukatasana. Right. Uh, for those of you that have been involved in fitness classes, you can imagine a band, those bands, those nasty band things around the legs. Uh, you're pressing out into it. Hence the heart center when it twists. No offense to all the band users out there. They're rough. Open the arms. Right? You're going to press the right arm into the left leg. Put the leg back into the arm. Right? Dig your heels in. Feel that your knees are aligning with their own ankles. If you've ever had to do physical therapy and, and they made you use that band thing, uh, this this is this will help save you from, from that stuff. Breath in and breath out, bow forward. Toe heel your feet apart. And slide your hands underneath your feet for Padahastasana. Maybe they go, maybe they don't go. If they don't go, bend your knees, keep bending, keep bending, keep bending. If it still doesn't go, no big deal. Hold your calves. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold forward. And same thing with that whole standing on your hands thing, the, this version of standing on your hands, any version of standing on your hands. Just because it didn't work yesterday doesn't mean it won't work today. Uh, just because it works today doesn't mean it's going to work tomorrow. Uh, but you listening to your body, is it appropriate today? Is it helpful today? Right. Just the listening part requires you to slow down, to be in your body, to be less involved in the outer stuff, more involved in the, the inner stuff more on track with your practice. Doesn't necessarily mean you ever need to get there to your feet standing in the cup of the palms, but that investigation rather than just kind of mentally goofing off. I mean, nobody came here to, to just not do the practice, but we all find ways of just not doing the practice. Release your hands walk your feet together and we get really, really sophisticated and it looks like we're really, really doing the practice, right? Breathe in, reach up to stand mountain pose. Breathe out, hands to heart center. When you inhale, press your left foot down, bring your right knee up to balance. When you exhale, send the right leg back to airplane, extend. Inhale, we're gonna come back up to stand, bring the knee to hip height, flex the foot. And then airplane. Squeeze both legs as straight as they go. Bend the knee, bring it in. Stand up, knee to hip height. Breath all the way in and then breath out, airplane. 
Tighten both legs, heart up. Inhale. Let right knee up, hip height. And then exhale, bring it to tree. When you inhale, place your fingers, take your arms up and turn your palms toward the ceiling. Press your standing foot into the floor, your palms up to the ceiling, squeeze your standing leg. Yes, it's already burning. When you exhale, hands to heart, foot to mat. Pause, close your eyes. Note the sensations in your body, movement of your breath, any holding, is there any tension in body or breath that could be let go? Try the sole of the left foot, but has it clenched up on you, toes clenched up? Is there any holding in the breath, anywhere the breath's not getting? Is there any holding in the jaw or the space between the eyebrows? When you take out the excesses, and focus in on grounding your feet, lifting your body. What changes, what shifts in the tonality of your experience. And then inhale, left knee up to hip height, left foot flexed. Then exhale to airplane. Inhale, stand up, bring the knee to hip high. And exhale to airplane. Take your time, get there at the end of the breath, straighten both legs, draw long. Inhale, knee up. And exhale, and tip into airplane. Full expression, squeeze both legs straight, hard forward. Inhale, stand and bring the left knee up in line with the hip. And when you exhale, foot to leg, leg to foot for tree. Place your fingers, take the arms up. The arms stay in front of the face, squeeze the arm bones in. Narrow in at your waist. Squeeze leg to foot, foot to leg. And then standing foot down through all three points, and then heels the palms up. Breath in, and breath out. Foot to mat, hands to heart. Pause again, notice. Are there any excesses of tension? Are there any places that once you release the excesses, you could liven up. But once you get rid of that clenching energy, the over-efforting, right, can any slack be taken from the pose? Right. So that it's taller, wider, brighter. On an inhale, reach up. When you exhale, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Breathe out, step your right foot back. Spin it flat on the center line. Send your left hip crease back. What you have here, 
is the legs arranged for triangle. But pause, look at that for yourself. Front toe straight ahead, back foot parallel with the back edge of the mat, thereabouts. We're going to keep the left hand to the outside of the left foot. Right hand's going to come to the right hip. Turn open towards your sidewalk. If you want to block, you definitely grab a block. No problem. Draw heart forward. Just hand to hip. You rotate right shoulder over left. Pull left hip crease back. Rest your front heel down. Breathe here. Bring the right thumb, center of the shoulder. And with the thumb of the shoulder, see if you can roll the shoulder even more on top of the left so that you know your shoulders are stacked, collarbones are stacked. And then extend the right arm straight up so that it's neither falling behind the body nor in front. Like there's someone up there giving you a big high five. Push into their hand. And so that pushing of the hand can even like help peel the right shoulder a little more over the left. Good. When you exhale, we're going to bring the right hand down to the inside of the left foot. Spin your back heel up. Look forward. Bend the front knee. Step the back foot up. Breathe in. Lift halfway. And breathe out. Forward. Press your feet down, breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. Squeeze your legs, lift your heart, squeeze your arms, bend your fingers. Exhale, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, take your time. When you exhale, step your left foot straight back, pause. Spin the back foot flat. Then take the time to look at the two feet, bring them on the same track, hips to the center line of the mat. And so the hips are going to get smart. They're going to try to take a vacation over to the right. You're not going to let that happen. Adjust the stance length and width as needed. Bring your left hand to your left hip. If you want to block under the right hand to get there, cool. If you want to move the right hand inside the foot to get there, cool. Uh, if you want to stay just as you are, it's cool. Uh, in this, there, there is no end goal of getting your hand to the floor or anything like that. Uh, if we had a, a full expression goal in triangle, it would be about the the spine elongating into a, uh, there's the longest kind of top side of this, this triangle between arm, leg, and torso as you can get. Bring the left thumb to the center of the shoulder. And then just to, to give you a, a rationale here, let the shoulder drop forward. Let the shoulder drop toward its own side, back toward that forward fold. And now with the hand there, pull the shoulder back into a stack with the right shoulder. And arm extends up. And then let the arm just fall a little behind you. Back into alignment and reach straight up. 
right? So what happens, it's, it's another sophisticated thing that the body will do. It'll take the arm behind us because it feels like a stretch and it feels like we're going further, but really it's just the head of the arm bone kind of jutting forward in the joint. Center the arm bone in the shoulder joint. That's always a good idea. And then reach up. Breath here. And when you exhale, left hand down, spin toward the front, bend your front knee, step up, breathe in, lift halfway. That was super. Breathe out, bow forward. Why did we do it that way? Because you all got real, real focused enough to do it that way. Breathe in, reach up to stand. I wouldn't have done that when we first started, but that looked great. Exhale, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands. Low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Down dog, breathe all the way out. Empty land, breathe. And then empty again. Look forward through your hands, down to your back. Options here, bridge, wheel, or hips on a block, legs up. One of those appeals to you. Go for it. Breathe. Ten. Nine. Take on these last three, balance your breath. When you're ready, make your way down to the floor, into your finishing posture or the uh, the beginning posture, actually. The, uh, the one you started with may also be your finishing posture, but for now, into Supta Kanasana, if that's where you started, or just back to the the physical structure of what you began this practice, kind of with and close your eyes what do you see there's not a right answer and if nothing appears just pause with that like you're watching a, a blank screen and waiting for the movie to appear maybe it's shapes and color maybe it's words what do you notice with your your sense of sight, 
working on the inside. And then moving down deeper than that as you focus in on your breath and how it's moving through your body. Trace its path and go beyond that into your limbs, your hands, your feet, fingers and toes. What are the tonal qualities? And it's not always just one. What are the things you notice at the sensory level in your body? And then from here, have any you know, poses, postures, asana that you like to you know, round things out with, or you can move directly to Shavasana. Just with that insight of paying attention in the moment right, so that your, your intuition right, is strengthened. Right, intuition and instinct are, are always in the moment activities. Right? By watching them, we gain insight. And then perhaps inspiration. So when you're ready to rest, lay your body out and take a few moments to undo anything that's holding. So if you can pinpoint anywhere in your body that is holding stress or you know ones that tend to hold stress, make a practice of softening. And that practice of softening, which is not something that we're, we're taught to value very often uh, as we're growing into the people that we become. It's definitely a learned skill and one that most of us need practice with. In that practice of releasing the, the rajas that, that gets in those little tense places, we allow for not only the rest and the rejuvenating power of rest, but for a better flow of energy through our body in whatever state we're, we're working with, whether it's relaxation or deep work. Right? Whether we need mental stimulation or we need uh, calming of the mind, taking the time to notice and release any areas of excess. Right. Allow us that tamasic rest 
but also the sattvic balance, the place of wisdom and of peace. When you feel ready to move again, start with wiggling your fingers and your toes, small light movement, and slow roll to your right side, and a little extra movement as you can manage. Make your way up to the seated in the same way, placing yourself and allowing that balance of energy to remain with you. Take a moment to sit at your full height, to have a full breath in, followed by a complete breath out. Bring our hands together at heart center and thumbs to forehead center. Thank you so much for being here. Namaste. Super well done. Have a great night. See you soon. Bye. And thank you for joining us here. We'd love to see you online in our Zoom classes. You can join us at 3dogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.